1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
2: Believe.
3: The sounds of the Believe Podcast Network, day two Super Bowl LIV radio Roads, It's Joshua Fisher of the Charity Stripe Podcast. Also on the interviews, we got Ryan DiRude of the Alley Football Network. Believe in Ravens' Cam Rogers joins the show as well. And my co host, Alexander Tossamy the Rock, Tassopoulos is also with us. But who do we interview? You better get ready and buckle up because we got former San Diego Charger linebacker Sean Merriman, the guy who made defense cool when I was growing up. He joins the show to talk a little football, his favorite sports memory, and what he's doing now in the MMA world. After him, we got XFL commissioner. That's right, the XFL commish, Oliver Luck. He joins to talk what we can expect as new fans of the XFL this upcoming season. After him, that's right, we got four today. Adam Kaplan, NFL insider. You guys do not want to miss that one, trust me. And to close it out, former Pro Bowl running back, the running back, y'all, Justin Forsett, Pro Bowler for the Ravens. You saw him run for the Seahawks as well and a couple other teams. So buckle up, guys. It's a good one. Sean Merriman up first. The Believe Podcast Network. Here we go. Crazy. Now, yeah, you're, crazy. now
1: you're in MMA. I got my MMA league, yo. Yeah. How's that going? Dude, I love it. I mean, I get a chance to train with the guys a couple days a week um, and promote the hell out of these fights. We're on Fox Sports West and Prime Ticket, and the next, like, few weeks we'll be announcing a um – a big streaming deal, so everybody will be able to see it. Ooh,
4: that's legit. Yeah. Sean
3: Merriman joining the
4: boys in the <laughs> Believe <laughs> Network. Already yeah. yeah. announcing deals, man? <laughs> it's,
3: we're having a time, and I think you just won. Quickest announcement. That was slick. I like it. You guys know Sean. Dom- dominant, to say the least, for the Chargers back in the 2000s, man. Crushing it over there. Retired, and now you're involved in MMA. What's life been like for you after football?
1: It's been great, man. Um, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Antonio Gates and a few other guys, right, and I tell them the first two years is rough. I don't care who you are. Because that regimen is gone. Like yeah. that wake up, watch film, workout, practice, watch film, eat. Like that regimen is gone. Yeah. The structure. So the structure is gone. Yeah. So even if um, I, I went right over to NFL Network and I had some other stuff going with clothing line, I, had, I was plenty, I was busy. Yeah. But it wasn't football. Mm. And it wasn't running out to 70,000 people. And you're kind of shocked. Right. And it's like, man, this, this feeling is not, it doesn't feel the same anymore. You're not competing in anything. Yeah. Um, you so don't just, have your team anymore. You don't either. have your team. Yeah. You talk talk to any guy, either they hated the NFL, right? Say, oh, I hate my co- I hated my coach I played for, yeah. or or the, the the team did me wrong. You always sit here those two things, right? Oh, yeah, they, one they, of the, yeah, they messed right. me over, right? But I miss the guys in the locker room. Yeah, man. Every single guy would would say the same thing.
3: Brotherhood, yeah. man. It's you, a brotherhood. It's you friends you form, and it's you know what, and you're kind of thrown together.
1: I mean, do you know you're gonna go to the Chargers? No, I mean, I, so. When I got when I got drafted, I went over and I did visit the team uh, pre-draft. So they yeah. fly there first. Yeah. the ten guys, whoever they think going, they, they might have interest in. Yep. Yeah. in the first round, they'll fly you out or whatnot. So I went to uh, Dallas, the Lions, Redskins, and the Chargers. So I knew that they were interested, but I didn't. they had the 12th pick. I was like, there's no way I'm last on the board of 12, right? I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. young 20-year-old. Like, like, how cocky could you be, right? Like, I was just so – there's like, no way I'm going to be on the board by 12. 12. 12? You kidding me? I'm yeah. top three. I'm going number one, right? Uh, so the, they started talking about me at, uh, at pick number three, which was Cleveland. They got Braylon. They talked about me again. Uh, six to the Vikings. They talked and then Dallas came up. So Dallas told me that I was actually gonna be drafted by them if I was around at eleven. They didn't think I was be at be at the eleven pick either. No. They way. end up and look, they they still won. They got Demarcus where you can't you know they got Demarcus, so they won. But you
3: and DeMarcus going back to back crazy. Yeah.
1: And then the twelfth pick, the Chargers um, had the 12 And so I knew I was going there Marty Schottenheimer Called me yeah. And he was like Hey you ready to be a charge I'm like You guys ready to draft me Or what yeah. So yeah. Like, Dude I've been sitting There's yeah. 11 other teams Just made a mistake Yeah, yeah. And, and I just um, When I was When I went to San Diego For the visit Yeah um, I never seen palm trees In person mm. Yeah So we flying over The beach And water And say "Ah, nice would it yeah. would be Maybe I'll slip to the 12 You Yeah know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better than, better. 12 doesn't sound Dude I mean bad. What, what was, That was
3: Alex Smith Went Juan Brown to Braylon and then the uh then we had Cedric our guy. You we're UT alums. And then, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sad. And then you when I played with your boy Jam. Yes. Oh, boy yeah. 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 Man. He was legit. Oh my awesome. awesome. God. You guys drafted so well. Dude, I mean honestly that so well. I didn't so I didn't get along with the general manager AJ Smith. We just didn't get along. But yeah. one thing I can say when anyone asks me about AJ is <coughs> I don't think anyone can find talent like he did. Dude. Um the way he drafted, he got guys and mind you he got me because the Eli, Giants. yeah, trade. Right. I came in and they got an extra pick, so I said, "Dude, you got two first rounders. You got really, in a sense, two Pro Bowls. Even though I think Luis Castillo probably should have went to a Pro Bowl or two. Sure, yeah. Uh, so you barely got two Pro Bowl guys, and then you built this team that that end up winning, you know, I think 50 games in like a couple of years. Right there, every time, you know. Yeah. So yeah.
3: it's just, I mean, the Patriots are just the SOBs of the NFL. Yep, and we can all hate on the Patriots. and They're a terrible franchise.
1: Yep, I do. Gladly, I mean, I, hate. I, I, hate, Gladly. I, mean I, I I take pride in it. Actually, I mean, half of my social media is about hating on the Patriots. So. <laughs> really, I give you uh, I
3: give you a follow. Just don't follow <laughs> me back. You may not like what you see on my page. Yeah, bad I'm content. in a Tom Brady jersey every other uh, uh, every dude, other pick. Look, <laughs>
1: my, my son, I, I got a nine year old son, Justin. Yeah. He plays uh, football and hockey, and I and I was forced for a uh, few birthdays ago to buy him a Peyton Manning jersey. I mean, uh, a Tom Brady jersey. Damn, dude, you committed. I, so he had a hockey tournament in Boston, yeah. and we were there, and we went by the team store, and I instantly got a rash. As soon as I walked in, my skin just broke out, and I felt <laughs> nauseous. And I was embarrassed as a parent to buy this damn jersey, but I had to because he loves Tom Brady. Listen, man, you were a defensive stalwart
3: for years. There's two teams. so a lot of boys on one of those teams, on both teams. Yeah. What do you think of this Niners defense? you think it's as advertised? I mean, we, we haven't been proven otherwise. Yeah.
1: You know? Um, you know what's scary about these guys is that now, you know Nick Bosa, and, you know, you see D4 and a couple of these guys make plays, but they got some – you couldn't name, like, the whole defense.
3: Buckner, Buckner, Armstead.
1: Right, but – They're a unit. They're, 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 exactly. This, I think, is the best unit we've seen in a long time. It's not when, – like when, when uh, the uh, Broncos were playing in the Super Bowl and Von Miller had that crazy year, yeah, you are yeah. like, okay, you better block Von Miller. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This game, good. okay, block block Nick Bosa if you want to. And then D4 or something, with Buckner, one of these guys is going to – Eric gonna Yeah, Somebody's going to make a big play.
3: Buckner is the most – what got to be one of the most underrated players in the it's league.
1: It's insane. It's insane how underrated Him, he is. It's Fletcher,
3: Drell, Casey. What's up with the D-tackles getting no – listen, There's Vince Wilfrick. No Vince is one of the best players I've ever seen in my life.
1: Well, you got to – for sure, 100%. You got to think um, – so I played with Jamal Williams, right? Jamal Williams played d tackle, yeah. 6'2", 6-3, 6'3", 350, right? <laughs> and I'm talking about he would eat like double teams – With just two hands and stand there so nobody can touch me. I'm one on one on the edge. But people don't even people don't even know exactly who Jamal Williams was. <laughs> like when it when I talk about my sacks or anything like that, I say, "Dude, Jamal Williams.
4: Yeah, that's why I got my sacks. Yeah. He's your he's and your Hodor can, oh, if you if watch He can Game pull, of pull through Thrones. offensive linemen. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. he, he couldn't step up and do anything. You yeah. need a nickname like Snacks Harrison, then you're remembered. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. Right? Yeah, literally. Oh, got guy holding, then you flying in off. Oh, the
3: edge. no doubt. Horrifying, yeah. man. Horrifying. But talk to me a little bit more about the MMA. Yeah. Yeah,
1: please, I'm interested in seeing how did how did you how did this find you? Yeah, so I, I started training MMA uh, between my rookie and second year during really? the offseason. Yeah, wow. So wow. with Jay Glazer, um, I was actually. Oh, his, go- are you going tonight? Yeah, yeah I'll, be there be there. There. Oh, I'll be cool. there. tonight. Cool. Um, so I was his first football player to kind of transition over to MMA. I was training with him, Randy Couture, uh, Tyron Woodley was just coming, kind of coming onto the scene in mid yeah. 2000s. Um, so I was in the training with these guys all the time. I like Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz. I was around these guys like all the time. Yeah. And I wanted to just work on my hand-eye coordination, like my, you know, being outside linebacker and pass rush. Your hands yeah. are everything, right? And um, I just wanted to get better. And so I did it every offseason. I just fell in love with the sport yeah. to the point where I was actually going to take a fight when I retired from the NFL because I, I was like, I'm doing it anyway. The money's there. I'm just doing this broadcast stuff on the yeah, side. going go whip remember, a little ass, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah. And uh, thank God I didn't because. I, I was building lights out enough to have an MMA league now. Yeah. It was a uh, Congrats, former man. MMA league called uh, California Extreme Fighting. It was a local promotion yeah. that I saw and I saw that this thing had potential. Uh, I came on with my two partners, Steve and George, and uh, we rebranded it as Lights Out Extreme Fighting because I was so embedded in the sport. And now we're on Fox Sports, West, Prime Ticket, and like certain other regions in the country.
2: Yeah.
3: So,
1: you know, we did all this in May, since May. What? May. Jesus, man, and you move
3: quick, you fast, quick I tell you,
1: I have been hustling, you know, like knocking on the doors to Fox and Hey, guys, we got to go to you know, more regions, and you know that's what that's what it's about, man. Like I have the same passion I did playing football need, as in doing this now. It's branding, it's, man. It's brand.
4: kinda, that's the way you transition. You kinda that's the way guys have to transition. Some of yeah. the guys
3: we've spoken to this week, and I, I, you love to see it from former players when they're done, right? We spoke to we spoke to Justin Forsett earlier, yeah. right? He had a he had a wipe. You know, like a shower towel, like you an antibacterial. Yeah. Get yeah. Yeah. I've, I've tried it. Yeah, the pa- the pa- he sat there and the passion he had for that. And you know what? You have a. Pa- you have it's like a, a pa- shower pa- pill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have such a passion, you know, for football, and that's gone. Right. And you either you know sit and sulk. Or you move it to somewhere else, and you've moved it to somewhere else, and that's yeah. where that speed comes from. Do you train it unbreakable at all? Yeah, I uh, yeah, at least four it's days a week. Oh, dude. We went with uh, we went to an MVP like, on a Wednesday. On night. Wednesday, yeah, yeah, yeah I was there.
1: We, I was just this past Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, we we know, went with Nate, Nate Boyer. Boyer. Yeah, Nate's my guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. We did because we did our our March Madness bracket. We donate a quarter of the pot to MVP.
1: Dope. That's yeah. you know what, man. Those guys. Um, one, one thing I love about that program. And the first time I went there, um, you you, you think because I'm a former player. Yeah. And I know what it's like. But until you start listening to these guys' stories, oh wow. It's something that like it changes you after you leave, right? It's something's different from you know these guys seen people and I can't I don't want to go into like everything sure. they say right. but th- these guys have fought in battle and lost like seeing people blown up right there in front of them right yeah and they're trying to transition into life and you really can't compare it to football or other sports and trying to transition but there is a there is something that's very similar there's into, a there's, position, a, con- there's sure. a connective part that You're not in the locker room anymore. You're not in the field. it's it's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood. And it's an everyday thing, right? Right. It's
4: like you lived it and breathed it every single day. Repetition over and over again. It's the same thing that they have to do in training. It's a little bit different in what they're actually doing, right? But it's the same, and you're doing it with your brothers. Exactly. I had
3: two friends who served in the Israeli Army, and they were in the same convoy, got blown up. Half the car dies. Half the car lives. Their car. We go on a trip. They haven't seen each other in a year. One of them's with us at the start, one of them comes in the middle. They're going to get to see each other. I have never seen two guys, like, just not even embrace, but just have, you felt like, and these, I've had, I have friends that I've had my whole life, and that passion that they have for each other. It's the brotherhood, man. It's man, absolutely- it, can't,
1: it can't be created through any, anything else, right? Because it, it, I can say it, you're talking about two ends of the spectrum, like life and death type yeah, of thing, for but sure, man. like, there's, there's a connective thing that's definitely there.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I got to ask you, favorite sports memory?
1: Uh, you play and watch and
3: anything. Yeah. You could be you on the sideline watching LT go down the line, man. It's all no, bad. I did that every day. I did it every day in practice. <laughs> that was, yeah. that that was, was like talk a joke. Work.
1: You yeah. know, it's funny uh, when people see La- and Thompson do stuff in the game. I'm like, oh, i seen that Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> 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 One hand out the backfield with a jump stack? Yeah. No problem. Go yeah. ahead. I've I seen that twice. you yeah. I mean yeah. just, You're just like, out at
4: least this time I'm not on the field <laughs> anymore. It's, it's the yeah. other yeah. team. Like, yeah. Let right. them get beat. Yeah. But I would say I had
1: a big Monday night game against the Raiders the start of 2006, and it we was the, f- the first game of the year against Oakland Raiders, Monday Night Football, and I lit them up for, like, four or five sacks, and I didn't play the fourth quarter. Jesus. Um, but I was, like, in a zone, and, you know, Monday Night Football, that's the time how's you—
3: that? How's that feel coming well, out of Monday so Night Football,
1: you got all So, you got all your boys and stuff, people you grew up with, your teachers. Yeah, man. I mean, some of your, the girls who didn't talk to you, like, in you know, when you were <laughs> in high school, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to yeah. go out and get these five so, again. Yeah, you're going to like these five sacks for not yeah. talking to me. Uh, but, you know, every— <laughs> You know, everybody is watching you the only show in town. Yeah. And that's your biggest shining moment, right? That's how you make your name on big stages. Yeah. You know, it was Monday night football and I just ate them alive. Yeah. And uh it was one of the, the special memories because i remember uh, you know going home and seeing so in social media in 2006 wasn't as big as it is now myspace dude yeah i think it you was know, <laughs> tbt I man mean, major i mean my my uh, black planet was blowing up yeah man, <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> we all had little uh,
3: sidekicks. Yeah, we were <laughs> Did a slide a
1: slide, the slide, razor slide phone. yeah oh yeah yeah like uh, yeah so it was it was crazy and i went home and you are watching the highlights um, on espn and all the stuff and all the big sports channels and everybody hitting you up Right, you just did something crazy. So that that's the probably one of the biggest moments I remember in my individual career. It's amazing, really man.
3: Really cool, really cool. Two more for you. Where's Rivers going to go, mm. your boy?
1: Hopefully back with the Chargers, man. I mean, listen, I, I didn't look too much into him moving because he got a, he got a big family. They've been had a place in, you in Florida. You can live wherever you want. He was want, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he was already living in San Diego, and he right. was kind of commuting. So it's not really about, um, about yeah. that. So... Hopefully it's back there. But if it's not, Phil's going to play two more years at a high level. He's going to throw for 3,500 yards plus, and he's going to be up in some kind of a, a potential award. Yeah, Trust man. me. It's he's, just a, his, he's a gun, singer, It's, man. His, it's yeah. his mentality, and he mm. wants to win. Yeah.
3: Good, man. We're, we're pulling for him. Yeah. You know, he's been nothing but a great player for us to watch. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's been awesome. Sean, you've been awesome, man. Thanks, real dude. Quick, Sean, Chiefs, man. Chiefs Niners, real quick.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Niners. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. There Make sure you guys check out LightsOutXF.com. Lights yes. March 13th at the Commerce Casino. Uh, Lights Out Extreme fighting. If you guys are in town, man, come on through. I got you. Take care of you. we will have 100%. a good time. Yeah, that'd love be great. It. Hit be nice. up when you go to Thank College you. Park, huh? Done deal. deal. Right, well, I'll meet Sean. you on Route 1. Yeah, yeah Literally. <laughs> Thank you, Sean.
3: I love it. <laughs> cannot and will not ask for better energy from the sack master himself, Sean Merriman. Great interview. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Honestly, he might have been the second biggest dude outside WWE's The Big Show that walked in that day. He, I cannot imagine, seriously, trying to block that guy or him coming off the edge. Lethal. But get ready for some lethal chatter. (laughs) Mediocre segue at best, but great interview nonetheless with XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck. Enjoy.
5: Would anybody launch a team that has brown as a
3: color? Horrible. I, it's
5: kind of awesome that it survived so long and has a. Yeah. it's got a little you know cute charm to it. Could we change it? Like, come on. You right? can't change it. You can't. You know, people in Cleveland would lose it. Yeah, and they that, would. That'd be almost as bad as actually losing the team. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> almost. Right? And what team? What what team colors named after the original owner? That's the cool part. Yeah, it <laughs> th- is pretty cool. You even yeah.
6: think about that with the XFL doing brown <laughs> as a color scheme? <laughs> I, <mean, skin? laughs> I don't think it made the first cut. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
5: Understand. All right, we got
3: Commissioner <laughs> Oliver Luck on with us. Commissioner of the XFL. How'd that come to fruition, man? Uh,
5: the the real story is when Vince McMahon, who's our owner, founder, when he decided uh, to launch the XFL again, yeah. uh, You know, he, he spent a lot of time with a bunch of marketing folks, and they went through every combination of uh, F, L, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's not many available when you think about it, right? Because yeah. some are already mm-hmm. booked like N or C or A, and you go through the rest of them and what is what does it really mean so uh ultimately he decided listen there's brand equity in xfl it's been around oh, yeah. uh, you know from that from that one year back in 2001 there's some brand equity though and let's let's use it and and that's a great i love it because people ask me what does it stand for and i say well i don't really know but for me it stands for exciting and excellent and Extraordinary yada yada yada. Words uh, that
3: technically be with E and then but just translate with the X yeah. for the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very good in school at
5: grammar. Yeah, neither spelling, was I, that's yeah, why we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <Touché. laughs> so,
6: so it doesn't stand for like extreme like it did the original uh, time. No, it doesn't. I think
5: it's uh, one of those it's, it's one of those Rorschach. Yeah. What do you say that Rorschach. tests, right? It, it means whatever you want it to mean. I, no, Rorschach? Rorschach? Rorschach. Yeah, we'll we'll
3: circle like back. What we'll time is she? Yeah, we'll yeah, go back right, to yeah, elementary school right. to teach us again. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So he approached you, and you were down. Your game,
5: you yeah, kind of came to. Yeah. So, you know, it's not often that a, a sports league, and particularly a football league, is started from scratch, right? 100%. And this effectively is what what Vince is doing with yeah. this league. And and I've been around startups before. In both football and soccer yeah and uh, i know that can be a lot of fun it can be a lot of work but you get totally immersed in the project and you get fired up and you have dreams about you know Mm -hmm. what you're doing and can't sort of get your mind out of it and thought this would be a a fun opportunity and he's he's committed some serious resources to it Uh, we've got two great broadcast partners fox and espn yeah uh, abc Mm -hmm. which is going to give us like super good visibility for our game i also think and you guys might be too young to appreciate this, but I also think that football today is at, it's an, at an unbelievable level in terms of the quality of play. Amazing. Think of the NFL, think of college. They're so much better than guys in my era or guys in my son's era. Right? And I think that means that the whole game is elevated, and, and those guys that can't make an NFL roster, they're still pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're big, strong, fast players that they want to play. They're excited. They played in college. They, you know, all drafted by the NFL or free agents, you know, et cetera. But for whatever reason, aren't on a, a team, aren't under contract. Yeah. I've been un- unbelievably impressed with how good those guys are. So I'm down in Houston yeah. watching our training camp, looking at a guy like Sammy Coates. Mm-hmm. Who, fast uh, as hell, man. Yeah, well, up with Auburn, right? All American, yeah. third round pick by the yeah. Steelers. Yeah. And I'm, th- I'm thinking this guy's big. He's fast. He's strong. He's catching everything. He's a good teammate. Looks like and you know, a positive attitude. And why is he not in the league? Yeah. You know? So there's just, there's so many guys like that that we as fans tend to forget about, but they're they're incredibly talented. And so. isn't
3: it crazy? I mean, your son's hair is not that long ago. No, <laughs> 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 he just quit. You know, yeah, it's four it's months just, ago. It's so. a t- technically it's eight months ago. like well, he f- he left. He's t- 2012. He's done right. at Stanford. Yeah, yeah he goes to the NFL draft. That's seven years ago. But every sport changes like every five six years.
5: Well, the cycles have gotten tighter. I think. Right. Yeah. You think about football and you know nutritionists and strength coaches and yeah. sleep coaches and Crazy. personal trainers and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a 12 month year job. When I played, gosh, it was like a six month year job. You could do whatever you wanted to do for six months in the off season. And the then good had life. To get back and yeah. No, I, I, went, I went to law school. That wasn't so good, but probably <laughs> oh. a better thing for <laughs> worked my long Worked out <laughs> yeah. good for you, though. But it's gotten so good. And as a result, the whole game has been elevated, and that includes the guys that you know we have in our league. They're just some very, very good players.
3: Well, I mean, I've been saying, like, I say it in the NBA. I say it in the can't It's tough to do. It's easier said than done from your couch, right? But I say in the MLB, we need to expand. There's just so many talented players. So a league like the XFL, you give like you know eight more teams. It, eight more teams right now. Ten. We are have ten. Eight, eight teams. Eight teams. Eight. eight, teams. Teams. Fifty, eight.
5: 50, Fifty-three guys a team.
3: Okay. Look, that's four hundred and twenty-four people that are getting an extra shot.
5: That's right. Now we're a league of opportunities. Yeah. We're about that. And then and then don't forget about you know, assistant coaches, right? Who are you know, we got some fairly young assistant coaches who are on their way up or. Even, another avenue for that you know, even the folks you don't think about with referees you know and, and yeah. football staff people there's a whole ecosystem that mm-hmm. that exists and you know believe me, we, we were able to fill our spots really quickly yeah you know, no, I'm sure. People sure, across man. the board coaches players you know staff well, you name it what are
3: some of the changes from the nfl that you're very excited about
5: So the thing I'm most excited about is our extra point option. You score a touchdown, you get six points. You have a one point option, a two point option, and a three Three, point option. They're all they're all plays from scrimmage. Yeah. And I like that system because it's just strategy. It's pure strategy. You score early, what do you do? You might play it safe, go for one, right? You know, late in the game when you might need a nine point touchdown, go for it, baby. Yeah. So I I like that. I think that's going to add a lot of strategy into the game. And what do we? As fans like to do, but, you know, second-guess coaches, right? That's, we're all Monday morning quarterbacks. Of course. <laughs> the other thing I like is a, a really a minor tweak, and it's the punt. So, on a punt in the NFL, the gunners, you know, the outside guys, the gunners take off at the snap. Mm-hmm. And their job is to right, tackle the punt returner or force them to make a fair catch. So, we're holding our gunners until the ball is snapped. It's about two seconds, right, between the snap and the punt. Mm -hmm. And by the time those guys get down, those extra two seconds, and we've got very good punters, they're NFL caliber. By the time those guys get down, you've got, you know, 10 extra yards of space to make a move, to catch the ball as a punt returner and make a move. Yeah. And fans tell us they want to see punt returns because it's a great... Never happens anymore. Punt play. I know
3: punted out of bounds. Yeah. It's like, so, like, yeah, why are you even doing this? That's
5: just sort of one little tweak that we made. Small tweak, you know, yeah. But and I'm not a special teams guy. I was a quarterback. I stayed away from special teams, yeah. special teams, but that's something I'm looking forward to watch when we're live.
6: Yeah, no, I am too. And, you know, there's, what, 15 total rule changes, give or yeah, take? Yeah, give or take. Uh, is there... Obviously, you wouldn't have made these rule changes if you didn't believe in them, 100%. But let's say... God forbid, one or two doesn't really work out how you like. Is is there an opportunity to change midseason, or is it let the whole season go? I, as I is? doubt
5: we'll change midseason unless there's really a health and safety issue. For, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. We, we got 25 guys, you know, concussed or something because of a certain play. Yeah, but but we certainly. You know realize that we probably in, on one of those 15 changes there's probably something that didn't work the way we expected and we can certainly do that after the season's over you know priority year two yeah yeah wow so i mean
3: this, what about can i ask you something this is a crazy question and you may not be doing this right away right in the nfl a big thing that's kept the nfl not a not just afloat but like skyrocketed to be one of the most popular sports in the world is fantasy sports Yep. Is that something you foresee yeah. for the XFL?
5: Yeah, we've, we'll, we'll have a fantasy platform. Watch for announcements mm. following the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> no, and fantasy is hugely important. You have right? to, yeah, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, you name it. It's huge. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a big deal. So we want to make sure that our fans can you know, do the same sort of things they do with fantasy yeah. that you know they have with other leagues.
3: I hate to make you pick your favorite kid, but what team are you most excited for?
5: Uh, what team am I most excited <laughs> like for? Like you well, look at that,
3: I, you look at the roster.
5: Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm. I, here's what I'm looking forward to are some of the matchups, right? Because yeah. we've got a guy like Norm Chow in L.A. calling plays mm-hmm. right, for the L.A. Wildcats for head coach Winston Moss. When, when they play Hal Mummies, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Renegades, Stoops' is head coach there. Yeah. When those two guys play, those are two Electric. really good offensive coordinators yeah. who know how to score points. I would throw June Jones, the Houston head mm-hmm. coach, in there, right? So, when, when we see some of those matchups, you know, they're going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, you can't have Norm Chow and Hal Mummy calling plays uh, two different teams and not sort of be excited yeah. about what that game and is And with these rule
6: like. changes, too, just add to it.
5: That's right. Um, That's right. So, I, I'm excited about the matchups. You know, I mean, I think we've got a great group of coaches. I mm-hmm. think the talent's pretty well distributed. You know, nobody in training camp at least looked, you know, dominant. Nobody yeah. looked you know, great like that's great. you do you want not want like someone you know, you know, you we want know, you know, you know,
3: you know, you know, you is you know, you guys you know, you know, you would you you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, the know, you know, you it you know, 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 you
5: know, we did a know, you know, a know, you know, you know, we know, you know, you know, you october you know, you know, you know, you know, you you know, you know, you 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 know, Supplemental draft, we'll have some sort of a draft uh, every year, you know, much, much like what the National Football League
6: does. When you, when you were forming the league, the eight cities you chose, New York, L.A., D.C., what went into that thought process and not choosing markets that maybe didn't have NFL teams already?
5: Yeah, so the idea is that there are about 80 million football fans in this country, about 40 million of those, about half, describe themselves, self-identify as, as passionate diehard fans. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted to build this league for those 40 million passionate, diehard fans. And after thinking about it, looking at it, studying all these markets, you know, we realized, gosh, they're mostly in NFL cities. Uh, <laughs> Makes yeah. sense, right? I mean, like, so yeah. if you're in Dallas, if you're in Dallas, you're a passionate, diehard fan. If you're a Cowboys season ticket holder, of course, but also season ticket holder for University of Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, you know, SMU, TCU, dude, North Texas, you name
3: it, right? Everybody, yeah.
5: So, you know, we ended up thinking about this and, and said, aside from St. Louis, which was an NFL market, yeah. and it's still a great football town, you know, we said, totally. we think the, the, the majority of sort of passionate fans are going to be in those larger NFL markets yeah. where they, they know good football, they're used to going to games on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know more so than a market like Salt Lake uh, mm. or you know, elsewhere, right? They're and
3: sometimes, like in Arkansas, the Razorbacks are die, and you can't compete with that because they're stuck in their ways. I mean, you could have literally, honestly, as a New Yorker speaking from this, you could have put half your teams in New York, and they'd still have fan bases because it's just another avenue for New York people to complain about and <laughs> whine about on the cat. I'm serious, it's just like another team that they can just bitch and moan about. On the yeah, ca- there you go. <laughs> That's how there it is. There you go. That's great, man. That's what's your biggest goal for the season big number Uh, one.
5: our number one goal is to is to play what i would call good crisp fun up-tempo football yeah right and there's a million metrics you could use scoring and not number of plays and average yards per game Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff but ultimately it goes back it always reminds me i'm a lawyer right it reminds me of what the supreme court justice potter stewart said about obscenity one time years ago he said i can't define it but i know it when i see it so i think our fans Will know good, watchable football mm-hmm. when they see it, right? Because these are passionate, diehard people that, yeah. that follow the game very closely. So, if we can achieve that, I think I that's that really the big, the first big step. Yeah, Potter
3: Stewart. I made it my new favorite justice. Never Potter had, Stewart, never right? had other he's than long, my other than my aunt. Never had one before. He, he long retired. <laughs> yeah, all these my old. That's a great phrase. You yeah, can use yeah, that in yeah. a lot of different circumstances. Yeah, that's right. you know? Is Andrew going to get involved at all?
5: Uh, he has uh, been a little bit of an unofficial, unofficial advisor to right. me. I'll ask him questions, you know, uh, bounce things off of him. But uh, he's 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 got a, a new child, well, and yeah. already Congrats here. Congrats right? on being a grandfather, by the way. Yeah, thank you yeah, very yeah. much. So um, you won't see him on the field, put it that way. But good, uh, good. You know, he did I'll his thing. I'll bounce ideas off. He, of he yeah. did
3: his thing. We're proud of him, as fans. And congrats to you and the family. It gets to go away, Thank healthy beard, looking good. You know, <laughs> how do you let that oh, happen? How do you let that happen, man? That I gotta, beer? I gotta ask.
5: Beer's out of control. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now he's had nobody you outside of his you wife. You look great. You look, great, man. But, I know, I've always up. been a pretty clean-shaven guy, but uh, <laughs> he up. just, you know, he doesn't like to shave. I guess. And, or, or doesn't own a razor at this no, point. No, he owns yeah. a razor, <laughs> just doesn't use it. Yeah, yeah. it's great, man. That's up to his wife now, right? Yeah, right. You're not in charge anymore. He's thirty years
3: old. Yeah, you're not in charge anymore. Oliver, really amazing stuff, guys. Check out the S- XFL. I saw a YouTube video of it. I gotta say, I really was watching a YouTube video, watched all the rules break down. I'm sold. I'm really into it. I, well, love, awesome. what you, I love what you guys have done. I well, it's give gonna be a lot be of
5: fun. You know, the LA team's over at uh, Dignity Health, it's a great yep. building to watch. You can you can get a, a great seat for 20 bucks. I mean, We're so, there. You know, down, there. I mean, it's, it's super affordable for people going to be perfect weather that was one of the things that mattered with our city selection as well yeah. because of course we're playing in february and march and yeah, april uh, but uh, i think it's gonna be a great night out great day out for folks in la it's 20 nice bucks day. go watch a football game can't beat that it's better no.
3: than 150 bucks at the rams
5: i won't say a word about the <laughs> nfl i love, <laughs> I, I love I, the
3: league i love the nfl too but i can say it don't worry i got you man last, i'll speak for last you last
6: one for you from me uh, here we are at the super bowl you guys launched in 10 days. What was the thought process, doing it one week after the Super Bowl, not waiting, make a couple weeks for people to,
4: die. So guess. we
5: had a lot of data that indicated that people were, you know, despondent. They were sad. They were Depressed, frustrated. There's yeah. no more
4: football. Yeah. There,
5: right? You think about it. You, know, you watch college in September and October and college is over and NFL is over. And really, ever since sort of the division around playoff games, right, There's there's not much left, right, and there's this sort of anxiety that builds up. So all the indications that we had are that people will continue to watch as long as it's good ball. Yeah. It's got to be good. It's got to be high quality. Yeah, Can't be but they'll continue to check in, so. Uh, you know that's that's we're, we're launching. You know, thank yeah. uh, you. Go.
6: We're
3: excited about it. We're thank excited. you because all those months until like you know college until like the NFL draft and watching the Rose Bowl between Texas and USC on repeat. I mean, how many times? <laughs> yeah, I, ESPN <laughs>
6: Classic. How <laughs> many times
3: can I watch my team win I, like I, 13 I, years ago?
6: You I, know what I'm I
5: can watch that because I'm a UT uh, law graduate as well, and i I, I thoroughly enjoyed I thoroughly enjoyed to that. see Vince yeah, walking the hug end him, zone. Baby. You know? Yeah, oh, this was great. is great, man. That
3: was great. All right, Oliver. Thank you so much for joining us. Congrats, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I didn't know. You know, I wasn't sure. I watched a YouTube video. I'm intrigued. Now I speak with the commissioner. I'm sold. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to follow. It's a great opportunity for a lot of guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's not this slobber knock football that it was when the XFL first formed, what was it, 16, 17 years ago? It's a totally different game. Um, I like a lot of the rules they have in place. I recommend you guys check it out. I think Dean Blandino does a video on YouTube about it. Um, it'll really sell you uh, further more than this Oliver Luck interview already has. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. He's such a great talker. Really just down-to-earth. Super nice guy. Really pulling for him in the XFL. Excited to see what they do this season. But next up, we got Adam Kaplan, the NFL insider. Talking a whole lot more than football, guys. Another great interview. So sit back, relax on your commute home, or wherever you are at the gym, doing laundry,
1: and
7: enjoy. They're a team that you can't quite figure out. They'll, they clobbered the Lakers, right? Absolutely destroyed them. Yep. Without Embiid, okay? Which they beat is... the Celtics. I think without Embiid, I can't remember now. They beat the, their last game in Philly. This it was is, it was without Embiid. Yeah, the Sixers are twenty-one and two at home. Like this second best home record in the NBA, but away they're not as good. Um, when both
3: guys are on the court, they're not
7: as good. What, what do Horford you think? is still trying to figure it out. He he was. I'll tell you what. He's, he's got. It, it disappoints me that he says he he feels that like he's not comfortable. He's been playing great lately. Well, that's
3: the dude. They have three big men on the they, court at all times. It's weird the
7: paint. when you say three. Well, two for sure. Well, well, they're they're putting they're putting um, they're putting Horford at high post. Yeah. But he doesn't. He says he hesitates. So sometimes he's not sure if he should shoot. Shoot. He's, a, shoot, he's, yeah, he's shoot, such a high dude. percentage shoot. shooter. He's actually a good shooter. He fired away for us from three last he, year. I At hated wheel. him because he would never go for the pump fakes. He's like a rock. He never goes for anything. He just stands there. Yeah. He's a great positional defender. He's a great dude. He's a really good, really good player. What do you th- yeah.
4: do? You think it's they would never do it? Obviously, because he's so well loved by Philly fans. But yeah. moving Embiid,
7: no. No.
4: You don't think it's the, no, you you don't don't think it's the right it. You don't think it's no. the right They would thing. move Simmons no. before him. He, just Simmons think about better. this, though. When they finally get some three-point shooters,
7: which they don't have, Furkan Korkmaz is the best three-point shooter, and he's a 15- to 18-minute game twi- player. Playing, playing pretty well. It's been a good story, but yeah, you yeah, need – When Ritt, if, if JJ was here with those two guys, R- Riddick took the money instead of trying to win. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. You'll n- you're never going to win a title, dude. Not New Orleans. Yeah, He yeah. won't be around by the time they get really good. The yeah. biggest, is the is there a point where you,
4: where you call it with the two of them? Where at, at a certain point you're like, okay, it's still not working? you
7: talking about Simmons and Embiid? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Ben has taken his game to another level. You're going to you're gonna have to accept that he's not going to shoot. Yeah. It's bad basketball, but he's so dominant because now he's scoring. He's driving the hoop. He's driving to the hoop. Um, he, his foul shooting is what it is. It's better lately. Yeah. He's actually shooting like 75% over the last two weeks at sixty percent for the season, but he's such a dynamic defender. He's so good. I mean, leading, defense, the league, in, leading the league in steals. And this, this uh, Matisse Thybulle, holy, are we allowed a curse. I don't yeah, know yeah, say, say whatever, whatever you want. Holy I've, shit, is he good? I've, Call him. Good. Oh, I, through, I love him. He, he's such a he's great. He's been great our guy from the jump. I love dude. him, and he's it, and before he sprained his knee, yeah, he was one of the best three point shooters. Yeah, so he's going to be a stud. Like Philly's going to be good for years, but I just don't know if they'll be elite. And the uh, biggest irony, the guy, the guys they
3: traded for Jimmy Butler are the guys they need right now. It's the irony.
7: Yeah, and I love I love uh, Landry mm. Yeah, He's starting to come on for the Clippers. They, they, no, that's great. They need, yeah. The only thing they don't have, and the reason why they won't win the title this year is shooting. They just don't have enough outside shooting. Yeah. Out In this yet. league, when it, when I was your guy's age, yeah. it was all about power. Mm-hmm. Right. Now it's about distance, and until they get the distance, they're, they're just not going to win it. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting that, um, of all people, Alton <laughs> Brand thought power basketball would work. Look, it's working to a certain degree. They're a good team, and they have a better record now at this point this year than they did last year. Yeah. But this— we watch basketball. They don't have it. So. Look at yeah.
3: the Miami Heat, one of the hottest teams in the NBA that no one saw coming. You got Duncan Robinson, a guy out of That Michigan. kid is unbelievable. I, I never heard of this it's kid. Amazing. He's, he was he a he's really man good, Michigan. man. He could hit it from anywhere, He could though. shoot. Yeah,
7: he's a fun player. Miami, Miami went to a zone against uh, the, the Sixers, and they, the, they, they, the Sixers didn't know what to do. There was one of the two home losses. They didn't know how to handle it. Now they didn't know how to handle it. Just overpass, and you finally find somebody. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah.
3: Adam Kaplan, guys. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Ryan yeah, man. rude alley Football Network, Toss, and Josh, Charity Stripe. And we're the Believe Podcast Network. Adam, you've been covering the NFL a long time, my friend. Big weekend. Two best teams, you think, in the Super Bowl?
7: Yes. I okay. picked the – before the season started, I picked the Chiefs-Eagles. I think if the Eagles didn't have 18 players on the into reserve, they might have gotten Crazy. there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, Deshaun Jackson gets hurt in the first game, doesn't tell anyone. And then in the second game, um, he – against Atlanta, was a Sunday night game – he stretched his groin out, and that was it. He missed almost all the season. He came back and then reta- retort, and that was it. Mm-hmm. They had no speed. I mean, I mean, literally no speed at all, and that, that's what killed them. But um, Kansas City, yeah, I thought they would get there because they have a dynamic offense and a quarterback that no one could stop. Yep. Although, when they're playing the Niners and their defense. I, I had the Niners as, Niners as a wild card. I did not know their defense would be this good. Mm-hmm. Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator, has done a pheno- phenomenal job. And it's funny, all the fans there. I do radio there on ninety-five to seven. The game, one of the one the stations in the Bay Area, and. Like everybody, all the fans wanted solid fire after last season. First years, your defense was really not competitive.
2: Yeah. yeah. But
7: what I said is, let him get players first to work with. Let him do it. And man. he did, and then he's turned
3: it around. It's the whole and patience thing. No one has patience anymore. We see we we're, we're uh, University of Texas a lot. I was going
7: to ask you. So wh- where are you guys from? Like where do you guys all live? Uh, Los Angeles. We all live yeah. Los Angeles. Where about
3: L.A. Uh, we're we live in, in like Mid Wilshire. Mid Wilshire. Yeah. 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 well. Yeah. The, the Grove. In, yeah.
6: yeah. I'm in Pasadena. No, you guys all from there? No. Where are you all from? I'm from Denver, Colorado. Okay, Dallas,
7: New York. Now how did you get it to LA? Actor. Really? Actor. Actor. Yeah. What? No, um, I went to college out there. So, do you have an agent and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both? Wait, both you guys? Yeah. He is, one. I have an I, agent, I have, have a two manager. agents and a manager. Wow. Jeez. Real? Are you joking or <laughs> I'm serious? I'm not pretty, dude. Look at me. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. The
3: theatrical and commercial.
7: Any other than porn movies, you've been in anything else? No, I was, I, no, I was did, scared. but I did all the
3: Harry Potter porn movies. I was Draco, I was Draco mouthful. Yeah, man, I was in the Half Hard Friends. Yeah. I'm actually
7: just half. You don't don't repeat this, but yeah. I'm actually Ron Jeremy Stanon. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was like, that is, did but Jeremy I shaved just my back and they <laughs> fired me.
3: <laughs> you just walk into radio no, show.
7: <laughs> but that's that's incredible. You know, I was on the. Sh- I played myself on the show called The League on FX. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Jeff Schaefer, yeah. my yeah. friend Jeff Schaefer, who uh, is the lead writer for Curb. Yeah uh he put me on Great and show. my friend john hansen we were on in 2010 i was working for fox, fox we shot it my the episode i was on ramona napolitano i'm on imd4 and so i'm on imdb for that and a couple other things but yeah. that was so cool, cool. i never star wagon why do they give me a star wagon I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a schlub why would you yeah, give me a star wagon no. <laughs> i don't know what to do with it i'm like okay
4: you want me to use it it was did really you, cool did you uh really cool. did you talk to the cinematographer Alex Lehman you meet him? I have no idea I Maybe. met the actors Maybe, yeah. Here's, well, the great, here's Mark the great Duplass UT guy du- nice yeah. guy
7: he- here's the great thing about that show because it's like Kerbets all storyboard there's no script yeah. right. the so film. Jeff Schaefer's giving us direction he's like this is what I want you to do I want you to be an asshole on the scene I'm like oh I could play that an <laughs> <asshole."> <laughs> so I said that's all good so I was playing myself but he said the one thing you cannot do because the show is shot theoretically theoretically in Chicago do not look because the people who are in Chicago to your right don't look so the art, the, we were on half of that show. It's a half an hour show. So we were on. The, sh- the shoot took six six hours, I think. Okay. Not we bad. we messed up one scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you're over here. Yeah. So so uh, Adam, um, who do you think will do well this week for the Saints? Well, I think Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Kamara, and I turn. He goes, dude. I told you not to turn. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, man. Yeah. I, I don't. Know. I'm not an actor. Yeah, right? I'm an actor, yeah. man. I'm a, I'm but, a personality. But, but a I, I, I did I, I did try to act the part. But the thing that I don't understand about acting is you you method act and you try to become that person mm-hmm. I think i could, it, it's one thing to become angry, but so when you're an actor, how do you become that person you get you' you have to change who you are yeah, and you become them, yeah, right in a sense i
3: kind of i kind of get I are get, you guys method actors no, no, I mean I get to a base level, you know what I'm saying yeah. I get to a level of just like calm because if i I, i'm sure it's like similar to an athlete maybe when you go on air you're talking on air you get to a level of calm so from that center point if i need to go anywhere
7: yeah, but what if you what if you had to be Donald Trump? Okay, we're not going to start politics here. But what if you had to find on who he is. You're playing like a how, character, right? You're but playing yeah, character. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. You get his voice down, his mannerisms
3: right, down, right, all that right, okay. 100%. But I'm not going to walk around. Right. I'm just going to. I'm not going to walk around doing it and overdoing it because then you just start. It becomes too. much. you. Okay. No Daniel Day-Lewis. And then it's also it's time.
4: De
7: Niro did, but De Niro offset would be that guy. Like you, you couldn't talk to him because he was that character offset.
4: Yeah, mm. but, but there's, there, there's like interesting tools that actors use a lot, like De Niro. If you notice him, if you go watch any of movie that he's done, and our acting teacher he points this out to us, and then I went and watched it. I'm like, oh my god, he totally does it. He looks to his left, all the time. Oh, and he's like, pretending there's someone else. He's in the pretending room. someone else is in the room. Yeah. And he you don't know what he's movie. you don't know what he's doing.
7: Travis Bickle. Yeah.
4: So yeah. we started. It Bickle, yeah, and he's looking to his left. Taxi driver. Because his father's like in the room, right? And he hates his father or whatever it is, right? And it's then an abstract. Yeah. And now it's become interesting fun. Yeah now like, now he has, like, like, yeah, he has this look he has this focus hmm. that's elsewhere did and you're you, like, huh? This is interesting. Did
7: you guys study acting in school? Yeah. or we growing up. Did. I did it in high school and college. Were your parents actors? Or anything? Lawyers. <laughs> my dad was an, my dad was an arbitration judge. Yeah, it's my, weird. My,
3: my dad. I go to my dad and My dad's like you could be anything you want anything you want but a lawyer you could be
2: anything <laughs> that's what that's, that's what he said, yeah really
3: yeah why didn't he want you to be an attorney my, my dad's an attorney hated it my mom's and my mom was the ada in long island my dad was a, a lawyer my dad now runs a dispensary my mom is an eighth grade social studies teacher done couldn't do it it's just like it's not fun it's like i man i like talking right. i like sure. schmoozing i sure. like hanging around it's, it's it's just not a life to live you don't want to be fighting for things you don't believe in i got you i got yeah. you totally yeah. how do you get into this
7: Oh boy, sports reporting. I yeah. become a reporter. Um, I always wanted to do it. It's kind of kind of funny. I haven't really told the story very much. The reporting in Philadelphia was so bad where I'm from. Yeah. I want answers. I want to know what. Like, okay, let's say you're Celtic. Are you Celtic fan? Is Huge. That, you, yeah. Okay. And I hated Larry Bird growing up. I'm like, okay, I would say to the late Red Auerbach, had he been alive, I'd say, Red, why did you know Larry Bird would be great? I want to know what you saw on tape. How did gathering your information? Mm. Like, where did you go to get it? How did you know he'd be that special? He looked like a slow white guy. Yeah. How did, I hated Jerry Seasting, okay? Why did you like Jerry Jerry Seasting was a backup point guard for them Yeah, who couldn't stand. Why did you think Greg Kite could be good? He's well before you were born. He was this guy, the big white stiff from um, yeah, BYU yeah. who we drafted in the first round. Why did you draft him? Everyone could see he couldn't play. I want these answers. I can never get it from reading something, so I got them and became a reporter. Yeah, I it's mean, really, there's so many moves. I just wanted to know. Out. Right. How do you, like, know? Well, I want to know when I do my Eagles podcast. Um, I will tell the story of why the Eagles— Sign this guy, or why? Why did the Eagles do this? Or what I'm uh, hosting on Sirius XM NFL Radio? Yeah, I'll give you the background of how the Niners and and, and uh, Chiefs got here, mm. why Andy Reid has yeah. gotten here, why did he had to leave Philly? Yeah, man, even just come. storytelling. Um, yeah, storytelling. Right, I do. Yeah. It, it's and part of scoops. it's you want to know the information. Right, saying? I want to know myself, so right. I ask. Right, it's scoops, and I also want background. I'm known for getting the best background stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll break my share of stories, but I want people want to learn. They want to know. Everyone could break stories. Okay, with yeah. Sports Center anchors breaking stories, I want to know why they did this yeah yeah because and and i get stuff teams don't want out and you know i have to report it and sometimes it, it's difficult i have to report on friends of mine or coaches it's just you have to do your job yeah but i want to know why did they do it why did they draft your favorite player why did they wind up cutting it? why did they extend his contract i want all these answers and that's that was what drove me i'm very very curious when i meet friends uh it, couples. I want to know why, how do they meet? Why do they, you know, why do they they like each other? Right. I'm just very curious. Like,
6: So you grew up where again? Denver, Colorado. And how did you get into this? Kind of similar to you. I was doing uh, writing for some other outlet and I was like... Sports or what? Sports. Doing some sports writing and I was like, I just want to kind of do my own thing, start my own podcast. I could do this better than what this network I was with. The thing about
7: about podcasting is you should be, there should be really no boundaries. I was new to it. I had one Th- two years ago the company folded I did an all NFL one mm-hmm. but I don't like I, I don't like doing them alone I, th- I think I'm talking to myself I typically three's okay like if you guys are re- if you have really good chemistry yeah. you guys all know each other
3: yeah yeah we're all on the yeah. same network
7: right for believe but how did you separate guys how I just did you met, guys met them through the network really, the
6: network. really? Yes. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. how shows. would you
3: meet them? I don't understand how would you meet them because so we're the producers of the network, and oh. we had, we had a we had a LA get together for the NFL draft. I mean, yeah. I'm, we're huge draft junkies. Yeah, it's I used to go every NFL? year in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So did it's, I. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, to- it's the most fun. I'm actually in the movie Draft Day because, as a fan because I was going so did crazy. Did you meet my friend
7: Joe Banner, the former Eagles president, who was the Browns president? We no. got on there. Yeah, no. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he 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 was. I think he was in it. I think he was. I think he, yeah. In fact, I think he has an IMDb page for No,
3: it. no, no. I'm not in the movie. I'm in the crowd. In oh, the crowd. Weird. Oh, oh you were at the draft. Yeah. Right I'm, I'm the live. Oh, I got you. I'm a I got you. So you were an extra. Okay. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Wait,
7: wait, wait, wait. Did they tell you to do that? Or you were just doing Dude, it. Dude, I was just dancing down the aisle. That's so funny, man. Yeah. It's it was, a great movie. That was
3: my big move. Yeah, but we met. We met. <laughs> and then we, this is, we haven't been doing a show. We just started doing a show together this week, three no. of us. Yeah.
4: Really? Because right now, yeah. wow, okay. we have two separate shows. At least for the stadium.
3: We've been moving, we've been around at Los Angeles. And I haven't seen a single person wearing Chargers gear other than one they of our won't. friends.
7: because where where, um, where the Chargers practice? Yeah, you know, I go every year, and they they have all these signs. You know, believe in L.A. You know, believe in us, and all this stuff. It's tough. I mean, they, they, they never had a pre- They never had a presence in Southern California. They they yeah. were an hour and a half away a right, from L.A. I know, and they it, you know the, the the reporting on this is they got talked into it with the Rams.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: How do you get talked into? I that? don't know. I. I Talked into it? it? Yeah, it's kind of like well, it might have been. I don't. don't, Seems like no one seems to know the the true story and why they decided to do it. Look, you know, my favorite Super Bowl. The game sucked. uh, Was the last one in San Diego in two thousand and two. It was my first one. It was the Raiders. Bucks. The game sucked, but the week was great. It was it was in downtown San Diego. Beautiful. The Gaslamp District was two miles away. All the parties were down there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great city. It's got to be in warm weather. And I actually grew up here in in, um, this is actually North Miami Beach. My, uh, it's a crazy story. So, uh, when my when my grandmother's husbands passed away, my grandfathers, my grandmothers yeah. moved in together, two miles away from here, in North, uh, fifteen hundred Bay Road, mm. which I will go and take pictures for my mom. I want my mom to see it. I've been back in thirty years, 1990s the last time I was uh, in this area. Really, wow. thirty yeah. years. Oh, man. Other than for the Super Bowl, I was here for media like this. Yeah. Yeah. But I never did anything. I never Outside did anything. Of yeah. The, nothing. No. The I'm going to. I'm going to absolutely look around. Yeah, man, it's,
3: it. it's a good area. I, went to, I used to date a girl on Team Miami, so I went down here a couple times. Carl Gables, yes. Yeah, oh, beautiful,
7: man, yep, yep. beautiful. Where would you go to school? Ohio U and then Temple. Oh, damn, wow, man. But Ohio U was a terrible football school. Horrible. When I was there, they burned down the stadium. The fans lit the grass on fire. They were no. Owen. <laughs> they lost maybe 20 games in a row. They were a great basketball school.
4: Bob, Bobcats, right?
7: Bobcats, right. When I was there, Dan Marley, remember Dan, Thunder Dan? Mm-hmm. Dan Marley for uh, the first-round pick for the Suns. He was uh, with Central Michigan. He was great. We we were good then. We we were good then. Mm. But man, uh, Ohio is a little better at, at, at football now. They they're they're a
2: school. In they're Athens, seven and Ohio. six. They get there. That's
7: actually where Joe Burrows is from.
3: Right what you, I was about to ask yeah. you, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're the Bengals ten out of ten times. Am I crazy? You, you yeah.
7: have to you have to figure out why is be. it one season. Why was he not great before this? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. I had scouts tell me in September that they thought he was the most pro-ready quarterback. They had no idea how good he was. He played in a pro-style offense. You know, Joe Brady was now with the mm-hmm. Panthers. Right. The offense that they saw was really yeah. w- was a pro offense, and that would help him. But, but you, get, you get nervous when the guy only has one great year. Yeah. But it's, he's a great kid, high character. You love him. And leader. Uh, yeah, but you nasty. could take Chase Young and still get quarterbacks. I'm thinking, yeah. like, I'm thinking, trade the pick. You have so many holes. They don't. Historically, the Bengals are one of the teams that does not like to trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Brown, the owner, does not like to trade at all. Uh, he just doesn't. He just believes in. He also does not believe in firing coaches unless he absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He keeps them under contract. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I highly doubt they'll trade it. Highly doubt they'll trade it.
3: I mean, you look at the Patriots. I mean, they're the most. I'm not even saying because I'm a fan. It's the most successful
7: organization, and they're trading constantly. They're moving. Belichick, look, Belichick loves to trade down.
2: Yeah,
3: you, that's how you do it. I yeah. mean, the, the thing about the picks you could get going from one to six or seven. It's crazy.
7: Because I must do an interview in like like three or four minutes. Yeah, Go do
3: your thing, real quick. Who you got this week, oh.
7: um, I have not made my pick yet, but I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. But so what I'm doing. I did this last week at the Senior Bowl, so I asked 15 coaches, yeah, either offense coordinators or assistant coaches, who are winning against the Chiefs and Niners for their picks. Right now it's eight-seven Kansas City. That's how tight it is. So wow. the makers. Wow. The one issue that, the, the issue, there are two things that they say. Yeah. It's the Niners' defensive line versus the, versus the um Chiefs' line, and can anyone stop Mahomes? Yep. If you flip it around, and that, that's going to be interesting. I mean. The way that they score points, the down 24 to nothing in the first quarter and turn it around. Don't blink. And they did it last week, too. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks ago. It's in unbelievable, they man. Blink. They're probably going to yeah, go down so. again. Yeah. Adam Cowell. be exciting. Guys, Thank nice to meet join- you, man. Yeah, pleasure, yeah. man. Thank Thanks for you. joining Any us. Every time, man. guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See you soon. You never know. Oh, See you. Yeah.
3: What a wealth of knowledge. Seriously. That guy, he sat down and boom, was in it. We were talking hoops, football, how he got started. I mean, you guys heard it. So cool, man. I mean, it's just. It's it's so it's so great really sitting down on and off the air chatting with these guys um, and hearing some of the players what they're doing after the game of course what it was like playing you know obviously what they see going on in the Super Bowl on Sunday but hearing about their other interests you know a guy like Adam who covers the NFL loves hoops we love hoops too you guys know that super great to chat with him but we'll close it out with a former Pro Bowl running back. Justin Forsett. Enjoy the last interview of the show, guys. It's a great one. But ciao. No need to wait for That's emails the gig. to load. Ryan, we'll tap in and out at some point, buddy. We'll just switch at some point. We'll rotate. Forsett. Justin Forsett, what's going on, Me man? In the building. In the building. Where where you guys from? Los Angeles. Okay, LA. Can you tell by the tan? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Black thereof. Black d- Dude, come on. The, the w- New Hampshire guy right over here. Yeah, I know. That's brutal. Yeah. Well, that,
0: the weather hasn't been that great, right? Or,
3: Very uh, mediocre. Mediocre. Foggy. It's been, yeah. like, cold. I have to wear a sweatshirt. Which I, mean, means, I know like, is still deep. pretty good. Yeah, yeah which is still good. Eh? Which is yeah. still jogging weather on the beach.
0: But the city hurting right now, man. Yeah. yeah man. Man, it's sad, man. Yeah.
3: Brutal. Brutal brutal
4: justin good to have you here in radio Row, man. and i gotta say as a sweater myself and coming from a family of moist men <laughs> the
2: fact <laughs> that you have
4: dude yeah the shower you should see pill, his dad <laughs> the shower pill i'm wearing dry fit technology right now justin like i okay. need this stuff so okay, tell me about it man because you have the products right here with you and we're looking at them and i want to know more
0: <laughs> yes so what we are is performance hygiene so we enable the everyday athlete to do more and be more without compromising their mm-hmm. personal care or, or hygiene. And uh, we do on-the-go products for that uh, the active individual. So body wipes, face wipes, uh, you name it, uh, just kind of convenient, clean products for that on-the-go consumer. I love it. What What made you want to get involved with this company? I was always, uh, you know. Sweating. You're sweating. You're <laughs> sweating. Yeah. I that was working out three times a day and couldn't yeah. get to a shower after, shower after every interval of sweat. Just, didn't make sense and it wasn't possible. So I wanted to create a solution for when a shower was optimal but not possible. And I came up with this disposable washcloth, antibacterial toilet that removes sweat, dirt, and body odor.
4: Love it, and you're saving water too. Yeah, saving exactly. it too. Dude,
3: one thing I told you before we hopped on the air that I was never going to shower again. I knew
4: yeah. I didn't want to. I'm
3: not a, it's just a waste of time. Exactly. And now yeah. I don't yeah. have Who to. Who needs need to. it? Dude, now, yeah, this is is my which is terrible for me because I'm his
4: roommate, so yeah. things are going to be yeah. really bad. Well, yeah. oh, is, it,
3: is it terrible? It kills 99.99 yeah,
0: percent of it's the. It's like germs, Purell, honestly. Exactly. For you your up. body, man, And then you can pick it up at. We're in every single Target store, so when you go out down in L.A. Or in the valley, wherever you guys are. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right there in the try to section. Try to avoid the valley. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. The valley. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, but out in LA, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's a big game this weekend. Big run game this weekend. Yep. Mm. Big time running back like yourself. How do you think the 49ers' run game is going to be able to stack up against a high octane offense like the Chiefs?
0: Oh, man. I think the. I always revert back when people ask me, uh, you know, who you think is going to win the game. Yeah. Uh, What wins championship football games? And that's a strong run game and a strong defense. And it's always the case. And so just them being able to control the clock, eat up that clock, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, um, I think that's going to play a big part in this game. I think Raheem Moser has been really good, dude. You're kind of <laughs> yeah. guy, man. I mean, you got your yep. shot
3: in Baltimore, you crushed it. Loved go. watching him Baltimore. Yeah, he's great. a Baltimore guy. Big Ravens guy. took took over there, and like a guy like Mostert, just bouncing around. What's it like, you know, being a part of the running back fraternity, seeing a guy like that, at 27, get a shot?
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's quite personal to me because he was uh, he was my backup in Baltimore. Mm. Um, so mm. seeing him grow, uh, he came in, he was still very young, raw and uh, now making the most out of his opportunity. You just never know when you're a journeyman uh, like myself and like Raheem, uh, you don't even know when your shot's gonna come. So you gotta be just be prepared at all times. Like whenever you get your shot, just take advantage of it and seize it. And uh, he's done that this far, so happy for him. What's yeah. that
3: feeling like waiting and waiting and then when you go, when that go time, they're like, all right, for set, you're in. This is your mm-hmm. shot. What was that feeling like?
0: Man, uh an answer to a lot of prayers. It's vindication, like, you know, you've been fighting and clawing for roster spots year after year, and then finally somebody throw you in there and give you a chance. Whether it's you know they believed in you or they were just had a lack of depth, we need you in, baby. In get in there, just grab your
3: shower pills, bring them on yeah, the field. We're rolling on, dude. Let's <laughs> go.
0: No time, man. Yeah. So so it's uh, it's just that mindset of like you just got to be consistent. Yeah. You know, I know we're on it this week because of because uh, of Kobe, but having that Mamba mentality, yeah, you're like totally, man, yeah, totally. you're just gonna make a way uh, even if there's fruition. no room for you. Yeah. Um, you're gonna find a way to create space. Just being clutch when you need to be, yep. right? In d- that in that opportune moment did you
4: have
3: that feeling in baltimore that the that it was going to be as fruitful as it was that gut feeling when you went
0: there man i was in a position um in my life and in my career where i was free like i wasn't trying to please anyone Mm. like i just came from jacksonville and i was at that time this is year seven so i was fired three times at that point in my career fired i've never and, heard anyone the, use that yeah. oh. that's a new one yeah, well, it's it's, like, it's real yeah. Going out yeah, it is, yeah uh, we sure put job. a cute term on there like oh <laughs> uh, we've been yeah. released or not wave. a transition <laughs> fired yeah you've been fired you get this note in one. your yeah. uh, in the mail that you were you were let go so um, just with that with that transition or, or being let go year 7 um, i was just like man i just want to come in here and just do my best and try to have an impact on the field And uh, inside that locker room. Um, And I just knew that I was going to be in a position where, like, man, Lord willing, I do great on the football field, but if not, I'm going to be great in anything else I was going to do.
3: And that team was close this year. Yeah, so so close. close. What do you think about them going forward?
0: Oh, man, they they have what it takes, man. Um, Especially Lamar. Lamar is growing. I mean, his jump from year one to year two was incredible. Uh, I mean who's won as many games as, as he has doesn't lose and uh does not lose and then the short time that he's played you yeah. know so he's been clutch I mean I think we're seeing a star in this league uh the defense is intact and you got some more pieces maybe a pass rusher here and there the secondary is probably the best in the league uh right now so uh good coach you've got some staff. good coaches man yeah yeah I've been blessed in that regard for sure how's
3: Harbaugh stack up to all of them
0: no, no, he's definitely uh, at the top. Uh, you know, I played for you know a lot of great guys: Gary Kubiak, Tony Dungy, Pete Carroll, uh, John Harbaugh, uh, Jim Caldwell. Uh, this is a number of guys. The who's who
3: of coaches, honestly. Yeah, yes. You've hit the jackpot, man. Yeah, uh,
0: just good guys, you know, that that, that care a lot about the, the man uh, more so than the player. So you had Dungy.
3: I didn't I know Dungy. that. That's awesome. Dungy, man.
0: Holmgren, too. Mm. So yeah, we yeah, got yeah. to the gambit. <laughs> Damn, man, you were in there for a minute, baby. Yeah, Congrats. Oh, I, I, I was just around a lot. You know? <laughs> you, you, got you, seven teams in <laughs> nine years. Well, I'm
3: there's, there's our boy Forsett
0: just rolling around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens.
3: Seven teams in nine years, man. But that's, I mean, nine year career, and how, that doesn't happen to running backs. No, no. It's crazy, man. I was very right. fortunate. Congrats, man, yep. yeah, and I love we love to see you doing the body wipe. Yep. it's I mean you know you love to see guys doing something after the game. How's that transition? What was that transition like? Was it quick and easy? You know to move on after football.
0: Yeah, it was pretty smooth for me because I started this business while I was playing. You know, it launched it in twenty fourteen. I was uh, still playing towards the tail end of my career, but. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to be in one of those statistics where, you know, 80% of guys after they're done, two years after they're done, they're bankrupt, divorced, they're depressed. And I wanted to be in the number, like, you know, those, you know, Michael Jordans of the world, the Roger Starbacks of the world, you know, the Troy Aikmans of the world that really transitioned really Mm -hmm. well, Michael Strahan, um, those guys. uh, I started and you know, took it you know, from you know, me and my partners, taking it from you know, just a product and idea now to being in Target stores nationwide in the sporting goods section and uh, doing over a million dollars in sales last year. How so, does that
3: gosh. compare to getting your first shot, seeing your product? Uh, is it a different feeling or is it a similar feeling, getting your first NFL carry to seeing, wow, I go to Target. And boom, next to the sanitizer yeah. is my five. That's me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, It's. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, like when I got the news I was going to be in Target uh, nationwide, uh, I was more emotional then than I was on my draft day uh, just because, you know, I expected to get drafted. I expected to be in the NFL. I put a lot of time into my craft. Uh, no one expected me to, you know, be an entrepreneur, uh, you know, to be in Forbes, Dude, uh, yeah. you know, as a top celebrity founder uh, along with uh, Rihanna and Lady Gaga and Kylie Jenner. You yeah. know, and the person care skincare. So there's, there's a squad right there. You're just always money and looks. That's <laughs> yeah, what it was yeah, for you, it, you five over you're there. You're always in good <laughs> company, yeah. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah,
3: man. You The coaches you had and the, and the female entrepreneurs, man. We should hang around with you more often. <laughs> 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 what are you doing this week, Justin? What's the deal? We're L.A., man. Yeah, you let us know. You let us know, man. Well, Justin, man, it was great talking to you. We love this product. We're really yeah. happy for you, man. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for sitting down and talking some football and some body wipes us, baby. Appreciate you. Appreciate Thank you, it. Pat. Check it out, guys. Body wipe. Thank you, shower pill. Appreciate target. Thank target. Thank you, you know gosh. it. Four sec closing us out in a big way. Go check out his product, guys. Seriously, the shower pill. It works. I, I did it in the bathroom of Radio Row. I didn't do it like openly in the bathroom. I went to a stall, checked it out. I had to see what was good with it. He really, he really, he sold it nicely. And you know, I'm intrigued. You know, I spend too much time in the shower, drives up the water bill. I mean, that's where I do my best thinking. But who I can't be taking 30 minute showers anymore. It's egregious. You know, it's too much. So the shower pill, save a little time in your day. It's really good stuff. Check it out. But Sean Merriman, XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck, NFL Insider. Adam Kaplan, and of course, we just mentioned him, Justin Forsett, former running back. Thank you guys for joining the show. I'm Josh Fisher of the Charity Stripe Podcast, and more importantly of the Belief Podcast Network. You heard Ryan DiRude of the Alley Football Network, Cam Rogers of Believe in Ravens, and my brother from another mother, Alex me the Rock, Tissopolis, also of the Charity Stripe. We out you, we love you, hit your free throws, enjoy the Super Bowl.